Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Autograph Beer Podcast. My name is AJ Kearns, and I'm proud to be your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is no different. We keep that trend alive. You're listening to Season 15. Season, holy shit, 15 is crazy to me. Uh, So we want to thank everyone for just being here. I think that's uh, kind of, we've already uh, outshot expectations each and every week. That's why I think we're, when you listen and you you hear what we're saying, there's just a, a level of humility and appreciation for all of you for being a part of this and, you know, making this all happen together. So obviously you could probably tell a couple more friends or, you know, let them know about it. You know, that would always be helpful. Uh, Likes, shares, whatever that is, you know, we appreciate it. Uh, We just announced we were able to raise with our Be a Good Human fundraiser. Over $2,000 was raised, um, which is amazing. We have a few of the glasses left. We just decided instead of trying to hawk the last few, uh, that we would just kind of uh, round up, offset the difference. And uh, we, so if you would like to get a couple of those, we still have a few left. And there's a f- few folks in the Connecticut area who still need to receive theirs in person. So we will take care of that. But $2,000 was raised. Money was donated to the crew at Standard Gasher Pub, Hyrule Lobster Company, Navarre Res uh, Beer Cafe, and NAACP Legal Defense Fund. So it's the first of hopefully uh, many uh, charitable efforts. I also am very proud to report uh, that through the efforts with our Florida Kids Back to School uh, Backpack Drive for Beer Culture and countless uh, breweries that signed up to do it, we were able to donate 4,500 backpacks. And those weren't just the backpacks itself. They were full. They had tons of gear in it. And we're really making a difference. So doing some great stuff over there. Check out beerculture.com, culture with a K, because we are changing the way you look at things. Huge thanks to all the breweries who participated in that. But you are here for episode 168. We posted Heinous. He is non-Heinous. I know his real name. I was going to try to get a little fancy and do like his name and then leap it out, but I just... The, our producer went home, and so it's just uh, it's just me. So we have Mr. Heinous himself. We came to learn of his work through the labels he is doing with Beer Zombies. Chris, who's one of our former guests and just uh, big supporters of the show, much love to to Beer Zombies. Would love nothing more than you know to be out in Las Vegas and uh, kick it and catch up and go to the bottle shop and whatever else crazy concoctions and, and events and and shares and releases they're doing out there. They're doing it right. As I talk about in the episode, Chris is one of the hardest working people I know in beer. If you haven't had a chance to listen to his episode, it's episode 60. So just think about that. When we we met Chris in in Vegas, episode 60, we have 108 episodes more. And so it's just kind of a testament to what we're doing and really just kind of proud of that. So sometimes I don't really realize it, but the the numbers, uh, the numbers don't lie. So, you know, thank you once again, everybody, for doing that. Heinous, non-heinous, whatever you want to call them, just make sure you uh, give them a call, slide in those DMs, let them know that you would uh, love to, to do some work. And uh, it's a good story. I think you're going to dig it. What I think is really unique and interesting is just kind of the humility, the the story of going for it. It's very, uh, very Philly, very, you know, just kind of uh, 
just working your ass off, blue collar, you know, the grind, and uh, doing something you know, unique and making it his own. Obviously, the, the homage and the tribute to some great, you know, iconic um, imagery, cartoons, and, and characters. You know, the the morphs and the mashups with different uh, styles to bring them together. His uh, interpretations with you know double eyes and mouths just to kind of uh, keep it keep it a little weird, keep it a little fun. But and also the which we'll get into also the, the you know the the appreciation or the enjoyment, and you can kind of tell he's a super fan of wrestling. So I think that'll uh, be really interesting. I do got some feedback that some folks maybe didn't know that you know he was uh, a former wrestler back in the day. So it's uh, it's kind of cool to be able to bust balls and you know do that for you. The music we heard when we started the episode was actually his band so that's really cool from from back in the day we talk about that that's part of his story and part of his journey and i think that everything really just kind of leads up to you know where we are and what we're doing so it's not heinous n-o-n heinous it's like hitting with the hind so it's h-e-i-n-o-u-s and uh you know make sure you uh Tell them we sent you. Hopefully, you know, we'll get some merch and ways to support in the future. There's a, a big cartel page, you know, linked from his Instagram. He's doing all the work with Beer Zombies. You know, a lot of the work he does turns into merch or shirts for other businesses. And he's pretty good at uh, telling you where you can find that stuff. So I think it's a great episode. Touching on a lot of stuff. Hard work, humility, respect and appreciation for other artists, right? I mean, we, we talk about a bunch of our, our previous guests, like we already mentioned Chris and talk about jp flexner our boy and then you know we talk about tall boy another another guest uh, you know musically appreciation appreciation for life uh thing in common which has been painful is our philadelphia eagles our appreciation fly eagles fly i think when we did this episode they had just lost to the redskins and we thought it couldn't get any worse and they got uh smacked down uh, which i got to watch with my family down at the jersey shore which was painful Losing to the Rams, but to add insult to injury, the Eagles tied with the Bengals. So NFL is uh, it's kind of a mess, but sports are back, and that's really exciting. So I think this is episode is just really kind of uh, anytime I get the call back back home, you know, call the two one five two six seven. It you know, means a lot. You can you can hear the Philly accent in his voice. You know, just his location where he you know he lives now it's close to where my mom grew up and my great you know, grandfather and grandmother you know built their family so it's just really nice to uh bring it all together and tie it back and just really tell people stories you know obviously we we use beer to, to connect and we you know we love when folks send us beer but it's really just uh it's about human stories you know their their journey their path and hopefully you'll take something from that and, and last but not least uh, on that, uh, it is the month of October, which is for us, um, we either do it in January or October. So this year we're doing uh, Sober October. I think it's just, uh, for us, it's always just a way to kind of uh, check in or, or check out and you know, look at how our relationship is with you know, beer and consumption and given this crazy you know, world we live in, the, you know, a lot of you can maybe feel down now, maybe feel a little blue. And it's an opportunity just kind of for me just to take take a few steps back, you know, look at it, you know, see where things are. Being home all the time, you probably have a few more on the regular than you're used to. And so for me, 
I just like to do it. It's a kind of a physical uh, and mental challenge, more mental. But the physical part is just kind of uh, use that to try to work out a little bit more. And so it's a kind of a, like a cheat code. You see, you see quicker results when you don't have to burn off all the all the beers or whatever it is that you're indulging in. So we'll, we'll do that. We've got hopefully a couple of surprises and things to tie in for you. Uh, you know, we're we're in talks with somebody about uh, sponsoring it. And I think it'll be a really cool initiative and maybe something that you'll be willing to, you know, try out. So that's that's us. And again, like we, we've mentioned before, mental health is extremely important. So it's just kind of part of that, just trying to, you know, get things right as we get into the fall, which is one of my favorites. Hoodie weather. Ooh, man. Yeah, that's where it's at for me. Hoodie sweatpants, doing it up. And uh, it's just starting to get nice and crispy up here in the Northeast. So my name is AJ. You're listening to 16 Ounce Canvas, 16ozcanvas.com. 16OZ Canvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Use the hashtag, tag some of your favorite artists. The word is out there. It is taking on a life of its own. So we thank you so much. However you got here today, we thank you. You can listen to us on any of the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, I know there's uh, Amazon just released, and so you can find us there as well, or the website. Tell a friend, leave a review, Click some stars. Have a great day. But without further ado, Mr. Non-Heinous himself, not to be infused with the fuck-up of heinous that I put on the graphic uh, for the announcement uh, post. Episode 168. It is not a prime number. Right off the top of my head, it's divisible by 7. So 7 into 168 goes 24. When obviously 24 is divisible by you know 8, 3, 6, 4, 12, 2. So here it is, episode 168, 16-ounce canvas. I'm AJ, you're you, we're here, let's do it. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have us today checking in from my hometown, the city of brotherly love in the Northeast, the Mayfair section, keeping it close to my roots. Uh, rest in peace, uh, my mom. Uh, so... We have today with us uh, Non Heinous. We came to learn of him and his art. It's kind of a full 360 degrees with our our boy Chris at Beer Zombies, who we featured uh, back in the day. That interview actually was one of our one of the few that we've done in person in Las Vegas. So it was really cool, and we've had the opportunity to you know visit his bottle shop and you know see see that really just kind of grow and explode. So uh, I don't know. And I think it's a big tribute to non heinous you know, to have an artist, have an artist do, you know, doing their labels and doing their work. So, you know, we have uh, we have him with us today. You can check out uh, him on Instagram, non heinous We'll uh, we'll spell that one for you: N O N H E I N O U S. And you can see all his adventures, kind of his uh, nostalgia throwbacks, kind of uh, over the top, a little edgy stuff. Uh, definitely uh, owed to uh, Mad Magazine and some of his works. Great neons and just. Uh, you know, just a lot of fun and you know detail kind of uh not taking himself too seriously but using you know using those skills so you know, thanks so much man for joining us today i really appreciate you uh being a part of the project hey man thanks for having us yeah you really nailed it with the uh <laughs> the mad magazine stuff i'm like gonna have to say anything else yeah I, I mean i love that i mean that magazine i think was just kind of uh i mean i think it's still in print or you know but it's just as a kid growing up i was just i was just i think it was it was one of those things like you know with your parents, you were like, I'm going to, like, they just thought it was like a cartoon stuff, but it was like edgy, you know, a lot of dick jokes and, you know, but just even like the fold, the fold, that back folding page. And we've talked about it a few times to me is one of the most like amazing things and, you know, design and, and oh, art yeah. like that. I like, remember I was like, holy shit, this is I amazing. Agree. 
like the thing is like my dad was always really like he was like a he was like a hippie turned punk rock dude so he was really loose with like stuff i could check out and he like he's like dude you should check out man magazine these are great and then like you just fall like right into it and it's just like those back folding pages were so cool i still like to make uh I draw things like that, just like for like a, just the pose, because I don't get a lot of like pretty personal drawing time, but I'll draw like, you know, Beavis from Beavis Butthead having his face being ripped off. But as you move it, like you see like all the gore inside of it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that your work is great because it's like, you know, we're probably about the same age, you know, the nostalgia of kind of, you know, taking it from, you know, from Muppet Babies to, you know, uh, Garbage Bell Kids, you know, Bob's Burgers and that type of stuff, which, which is, if you haven't watched that show, you're missing out, but that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother uh, podcast. I think we could talk about that, but it's just great. Cause it's like, you know, you, you got the, it's kind of dark and, you know, a little death oriented, but then you have these like fluorescent, you know, uh, black, like glow in the dark kind of uh, highlighter colors. So it just kind of gives it this like life on what's uh, considered quote unquote, a dark subject. So I, I love, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. It's just like, I like to do like uh kind of like comical contrast, you know what I mean? Like drawing like, like I'm working on this label for uh, abomination brewing. Right, right before we started this stuff and like it's like this mammoth with like an eyeball breaking through a hammer but i have like neon colors on it so something that would be like so gory and brutal she's like oh look it's pretty <laughs> yeah exactly because i think that draws people in i think that uh and yeah and just i mean it's kind of it has that that's like a real punk kind of like surfer you know style skateboard you know board decks with those just kind of like just screaming colors which i think is i think is great and uh yeah, and we'll get into some of the the content matter a little bit. So uh, take us back a little bit, kind of how did you know? Obviously, I could tell you liked uh, cartoons and comic books and you know what have you. So, you know, what's the what's the non heinous story? Like, how did you kind of uh, find your find your calling here? Uh, you know, it was weird. Like, I could always like draw a little bit. Like, I didn't. I never drew like when I was a kid and felt like confused. I was like, oh yeah, I can I can draw this or hey, I can look at that comic book and like draw draw Spawn or something or you know draw something that I like but like I never like I always thought like okay if I can't draw as good as the stuff I'm seeing like maybe I'm not that good I never understood like the concept of like practicing so like as I got a little older like maybe like 13 14 I kind of stopped drawing and I got in a band so I just like punk rock bands and basically did that from like 14 until I was uh 23 and like right in between there too like I took a little I was on tour and stuff and like assigned assigned touring act and uh I stopped and did pro wrestling for a few years just because I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to be a three-year-old forever. Let's follow all the dreams. So I just started training and did pro wrestling. And then uh, everything went really, really quick. And then, you know, I was about to have a baby. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, uh, no more band stuff. The wrestling stuff was done. Like, and uh, I was hanging out with my uh, my my girlfriend at the time, who's my wife now. And, like, her dad seen me drawing. And he was like, you, like, you can draw? I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I can, like, mess around. And, like, an hour later, he came home with, like, a stack of paper and like a bunch of like, uh, you know, utensils to, to draw, you know what I mean? And, and just from there, it just went slowly. So like we had the baby and then I'm like, you know what? Like I was, I was, I like to name non heinous dad. I'm like, I'm not where I am. I'm not at like where I want to be right now, but let me like make an email. Let me make like a WordPress site and just like make the non heinous thing. And like slowly over like the years, like I'll do like artwork for like a friend's album or someone for a t-shirt for like a brewery I worked for. Cause I have worked for like uh, three breweries over the past 10 years, um, mainly production. But uh, like, I never, I still never practiced. And it wasn't until like October, 2016 uh, on Instagram, they were doing that inktober. 
And I was like, hey, let me just draw something for me. Like, let me just draw something weird that's not where something's just not directed me. And I just thought I drew like, you know, Bob Burgers as Freddy Krueger. And it got like a good response. And I'm like, wow, this is like, maybe this is something I can really do. And dude, like since then, it's literally just snowballed. Yeah, I uh, I, I could totally see that, man. Because it's kind of like I said, you take a, you like kind of have this like mashup vibe to like what you're doing. Like you're saying like there's like a, you know, a Bart Simpson, like Beavis, and there's just like a whole bunch of them. You know, you can kind of scroll through again, nine heinous on uh, Instagram, you can see, and they're just uh, a lot of fun. So, you, I mean, you just kind of randomly mentioned that you were a wrestler. I mean, I I don't know how you just skip over that part. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was just a wrestler. Like, you know, I, mean, I, I could say like I was like a a bus boy, but like I would kind of skip over that. Like you were, tell me about that. I mean, cause Philly again, uh, someone that, like I went to the ECW arena, like a ton and it was amazing. So how are you just a, a wrestler? How did that come? Uh, it's just, uh, what I loved growing up, you know what I mean? It was just like, uh, like wrestling was one of like, my dad gave, like my dad wasn't a guy who was like, Oh man, let's go build this thing. He was like, Hey, wrestling's on. You want to watch it? So like sports and wrestling and like punk rock and drawing, like a lot of it, came from what I thought was my dad, uh, um, meaning like my mom was actually a really talented artist and I, I, I didn't find out until really later on in my life. But um, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought that I was going to like, I thought we were like on an episode of like Maury. I thought you were going to be like, I found out he's like not my dad. I was like, oh, okay. That's kind of just a, another that, heavy that's thing. That's why I wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to, I'll, leave, I'll leave that for like a little later in the story how, to, how I found out about my mom. But like, we just always watched wrestling growing up and it was just like, I remember like, he would take me to see like Macho Man versus Ric Flair the oh, Spectrum yeah. in like 91. And I'd be like, okay, I'm five years old. I'm like, this is awesome. So I was just like, I did the touring thing. You know, I toured uh, like in 2006. I'm like, my, I was in like a punk rock hardcore band kind of thing with my buddies right out of high school. So that's one thing I'm happy I didn't go to college because I don't have crazy debt. I was able just to follow my dreams. And you don't got to rub that shit in, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still got, I, I was excited the other day. I checked it. I only have a few thousand dollars left 20 years later. I could have bought a couple hey, houses. There you go. Fuck that. Anyway. That's good. That's, man, that's good. Like, I just, uh, I just, I came home from tour and I was like a little dejected because touring was really hard. I was like, man, this is tough. And this was 2006. There was no smartphones. You're literally like writing down map uh, quest directions on the back of like your itinerary and open the copy right. Oh, yeah. And uh, you'd have like a stack of papers. Like, you just like kill a tree for like one, like get to a friend's house. You'd be like, all right, here's, you know. 40 pages and then like you didn't have to you know all the ads everything it was just like a mess yeah yeah man it was like that, that was it was really hard and it was, it was like it was like 63 shows in like 68 days and i was like man all over the u.s and canada and i was like okay like i came home like what else do i want to do and i was i was vegetarian at that point and like i was like let me just start working out because i like i found this wrestling company right before i went on the road called ring of honor which is what was stationed here in philly at the time it was basically like the brainchild of a an old ECW protege writer. And uh, I just, I started going to the shows and I followed the website and I see, I'm like, wow, they're having a wrestling school. Let me train. So I just like, I started training. I went from like 170 pounds to 220 pounds in like three and a half months. And I was just like, wow. like this is awesome. I mean, I had all like the 20, 20 year old testosterone in me. So like everything was just working for me. And then I just started saving money and I was like, okay, cool. I went to the wrestling school and I did that for a few months, but it was so intense in terms of time like i'd have to train tuesday wednesday thursday and then be on the road with them friday through sunday so it left me like one day to work and i just couldn't afford it I'm like man that kind of sucks yeah oh i mean yeah i mean philly's huge for wrestling so i think i mean i i just i remember going as a kid 
and it was just kind of like the showmanship and you know whatever and i don't know and back then you didn't know it was scripted so like that was the beauty of it when i was a kid like you i think i think i I think i'm trying to think what i found out first i think i found out santa claus wasn't real sorry kid to be listening but you know that santa wasn't real before i realized that wrestling wasn't real like i was like completely i think i was like high school i might have been older like and then we started just seeing like then when websites started like popping up they would have like spoilers or you know so and so was seen somewhere or this guy's coming in how are they friends i thought they hated each other i think i was more hurt when i realized wrestling was uh you know, play are just like you know predetermined. Then when it when yeah. I figured out Santa wasn't real, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, it was way more uh, earth sh- like earth shattering. Like I remember. Yeah, I mean, we would. I had a buddy. We would. Get, I mean, there was a period where I was like a little obsessed with it, and it was just like, like I said, we like we'd go down to. Like I forget where that is. The ECW. I mean, it's arena, which is a, it was a bingo hall for folks at home. When I say ECW arena, it sounds way cooler. It was literally like a bingo hall, like. Still would have like the basketball nets like you'd see in your school gymnasium, and it was oh, like yeah, it was legit hundred fucking sweatbox of Swanson Rittner, yeah, Philly. Yeah, it literally. I mean, I don't know if it was fully underneath the highway, but like it was pretty close, and it was. Oh I yeah, mean, no, it is. It is, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I, it was like like you would just turn this corner. And I remember the first time going, and it was just like it was an experience of life, and the like it wasn't this idea that like there was separation of the wrestling and the crowd, like it would, they, they would, they would just, they'd be right next to you and like staple in a guy's head or like lighting a guy on fire. Like it wasn't like, Oh, excuse me, sir, please get out of the way. It was like, you need, like if you get fucking hit, like you're an idiot, you know, like it wasn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. They've been due for people getting hit fire and stuff like that. It was, it was the real deal. ECW was like one of the last really great movements in wrestling. I feel and it was so cool. It was like in our backyard, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, when I got, I I remember, yeah, because I was there the night the Dudley Boys, and this is a weird tangent, but the night I think, yeah, the night the Dudley going back to that rumor that everybody knew that they had signed with uh, WWF at the time, like, and so that was their last night uh, there, and it was like mixed crowd, like you know, like you sold out, you know, like whatever, and everyone was just like motherfucking them all over the place, like it, they were the most like, for being a little you know a little rough around the edges, they're the most like like in tune, like knew what was going on, fans, you know. Oh, yeah, they were internet fans before there was the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, when it was all tape trading and stuff with Franklin Mills and all with that old wrestling cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Oh. So, so you give up, you know, you're, you're wrestling and you're, you find that your you're drawing is something that you're, you didn't realize that you were good at, you know, what, what, or at least like that you could, that was becoming popular. I think the Inktober and we've done Doodle or Die here with uh, Robbie Davis from Against the Green. I think those are, I think those are really great. One of the guests we just had recently, we fell in love with his work from the Doodle or Die and have been connected. So I think those are really just kind of fun ways to to bring together and maximize. Um, you know, Instagram is it's a as a positive like kind of a business tool. So I yeah, I think it's super cool. Yeah, it was it was Instagram 100%, man. Like, because like, uh, I had a private profile before, and I would just post art. I'm like, how am I gonna get new people to see my stuff if this is private? They're gonna have to follow me. It's gonna be a mess. So I'm like, I started doing the Inktober thing. and started like understanding how hashtags could work, and like, dude, it it, it really changed everything for me. Like, you know, I like it, it's crazy to say it. So like, I seen how the the Bob Burger mashup did. I'm like, you know what? So let me just draw these crazy mashups. So I did a butthead and buzz lightyear as one <laughs> i did a uh, hogan or homer as hulk hogan i did ned flanders as uh ned kruger and i did uh stay puff with krang in his belly so and i went to this place called sticker apps 
on Instagram to make to make stickers just to sell them. I was doing like a little vendors market thing, and uh, they reposted it. And overnight, it was like 100 new followers. And it was like when I got my first commission that wasn't like a friend of a friend. It was like some dude out in California. It was actually a really cool guy. Please follow him on uh, Instagram called El Capitan. He hired me for drawing uh, Homer as Macho Man. And dude, it was off to races. Like, I, like it, it came to a point where like, okay, I had two drawing jobs a month. And I was like, okay, I had two a week, three a week. And now, now I'm at a point, dude, where if like if I had the time, I could probably finish five, seven jobs a week. Wow. That's awesome. It's, 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 it's like, it sounds so crazy and lofty, but it's just like, if, if you just concentrate and pay attention, just do stuff the right way, like on the Instagram, like you, you, like it's changed my entire, it's changed my whole life, man, if I'm being completely honest. Like it's changed my whole life. I hope to God you're being honest, man. We're just hanging hang up on you. Maybe you're being, or if you're going to lie to me, that's kind of cool too. But like just, yeah, I think, I think it's great because your art is unique. You know, it, it obviously like pays tribute to like the great comics and design, you know, things that have influenced us through our lives, you know, from, from serial to, you know, to cartoons and the mashups are fun. Cause it's kind of like a new way, you know, it's like after hours or, you know, behind like if these folks went on a, a different adventure, um, which I think is great, you know, so from a, from a drawing process, um, what is your, I see kind of mix. Like you, you're definitely like do analog and, you know, with ink, uh, you know, I think you have certain, you know, pens you're using, but then you're also, you're also digital. So what is it kind of just give us a little, you know, look into your, your process. Yeah. So like if, uh, if usually like, um, I'll send, like we'll go over what's going on and I'll just try to like, first I try to see like what they're into and what they really want to do. And what I've noticed was like, since I've been doing this a little longer and like, I guess, like I got like, a couple more followers in my account. People get like a little more uh, like cautious with talking to me and asking me for things like what there are. And I'm just like, listen, like you're like, you're hiring me. I'm, I'm doing this for you. Obviously as long as it's nothing like racist or homophobic or like hateful, that's out the window, which honestly has never happened, which is cool. But like, it's like, listen, let, let's, 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 I'm going to make you happy. I want to make you happy. Cause like then we're both happy about this. And then down the road, you'll come back to me again. Like that's the name of the game. Like I'm not trying to be like, one-stop shop so like, i'll get their idea i'll pencil it i'll sketch it down i'll send it to them so that way we can go over things we can fix things and once they're cool uh i scan it and then i redraw it again at, like the resolution i, I want to know what it's for so i can understand how how uh, large to make it and then i just i go from there then i and I color or whatever they need and just, just kind of take the process from there a, a lot of this stuff isn't hand drawn because uh everybody's kind of all over the country and it saves a lot of time when it's like okay here's your file you can send this to the t-shirt guy. This is one that's just for your enamel pin or here's the beer label. I did it on layers so you can move stuff around so you can fit in your info and stuff like that. So yeah, I just try to like, uh, it, it's all per person, but it's usually sketch pencils, scan, and then digital. But if I'm drawing for myself, I, I, I like using like uh Micron's and Faber-Castell pens. Like mm -hmm. I like paper and stuff like that. But it's I'm lucky enough to be so busy with uh, work that I don't have a lot of personal drawing time. So when I do, it's like a lot of fun. And like one thing that's been cool, it's like I'm learning so much on a digital side of things with like the pressure. When I go back to regular drawings, like I can see that like hard work paying off in, in, in terms of time and, you know, the, the detail I'm able to put in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, scribe, like the, the fun part before these interviews, I just scroll through and take it all in. I mean, I just love all of the, like we were talking about wrestling before, like all the wrestling mashups are just so great. You know, I like think there's like Undertaker and, you know, Macho, you know, Macho Man. And then you have like the 
the two-headed kind of like icon set that you do you do a few of those together and so it's just really uh I don't know if you're a wrestling fan or were at any point in your life. It's like a great throwback, even you know to see Homer's Hulk Hogan, and uh, you know it's just yeah, it really it really resonated with me a lot. So I think it's just uh, you know just want to let you know I think it's great. No, that's cool. Yeah, one one of the I appreciate that. One of one of the funniest ones I think I did was uh, Lenny and Carl's The Dudley Boys. That went over really well. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, I think and yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm bummed we haven't connected earlier. All these, uh, you know, you have some all these pins and stuff. I've definitely missed out. So hopefully we'll see some more uh, of those in, in the future. I think folks would would love that or some stickers. But we'll, uh, yeah, we'll make sure that we won't miss that next time. We'll we'll promote uh, promote the hell out of it. Um, one yeah. one thing I noticed is that uh, some of your work has like double layers of like eyes or mo- like or multiple mouths like on top of it. Is that part of like your just like a style that you've developed? Where, uh, where did that come from? Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it was one of those things where it's just like I would draw something and I'd have like, and I, I like my, my, uh, I kicked myself in the ass because like one of my favorite artists, artists growing up was uh, Todd McFarlane, mm-hmm. Doug Spawn. Right. And, uh, you know, it didn't hurt that I was obsessed with corn and he did the corn album cover. But like, uh, like he's so detail oriented. I love that. But my style doesn't lend to his style. I'm more like a cartoony, kind of like a Robert Crumb almost like Jim Phillips skateboard kind of like a mashup guy, but I get so sucked into detail things that I'm like, I was spending so much time on like perfecting the lines on this cheekbone or making that work. I'm like, like this isn't as like crazy. Like this isn't as fun as I want it to be. I'm like, how can I, how can I make someone look at this and be like, fucking, whoa, did you see that design? And dude, next thing you know, you add like a second mouth or a second set of eyes and people are like, holy shit, what the hell am I looking at? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted to create something that was like, shows that like, okay, I can pull off skill, I can pull off what people want, but like, how can I make something be like, wow, this this is like, this is really cool, man. Like, I, like, I, I couldn't even think of that. So I just try to go from there and just make it like as silly as possible. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't say silly, but yeah, I think it works. I mean, it works, right? I mean, I think even uh the franken i don't know the the cart the serial guy with like three eyes like you just like you, like i think what you're to your point though you can't just scroll by it you look and go wait what like you kind of because you can see like from the first like third of the panel like oh i know that that that's probably this folk and then you scroll down and it's like wait why the fuck do you have two draws or you know a bunch of eyes and what's going on there so i think it, it, it captures and it, it doesn't look like uh it doesn't look like you like copied the layer right it, it's very fluid you know in the pieces Oh yeah, no, it's it's all drawn, it's all line work. And, like, oh yeah, yeah. On, yeah, and like I just I try to I've been expanding on it because like you know you can draw a lot of eyeballs going crazy, but like the other I think I forget oh, I just did for the abomination brewing I just finished the way before I was talking about um I did like an eyeball shooting, but then a pupil is shooting out of the eyeball, so it's like a, it's like you're looking at it like what the fuck it's like like one of those Russian egg things like what is fucking <laughs> going on here like. Okay. It's just something you look at it, you're like, man, this is like a maze for my brain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Try to be like, I like to make, I like to make busy. You know, that's what I've been trying to really pull off lately. Yeah, much uh, love to the Josh and the crew over at Abomination. They brew out of Connecticut now for a lot of their stuff, which is cool. Like, so they're they're local, and we've had uh, Sam. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. You're, you're Connecticut, right? Yeah, we've had Sam and uh, we've had Fenzy on too. So it's kind of yeah. You know, yeah we're all we're team abomination all day so that's awesome yeah josh has been super super nice and cordial to me and just like gave me free reign and like man he's, he was a, a really cool dude to work for man josh if you're listening dude you are awesome my friend it was really nice meeting you awesome now 
with that said, you know, we, we came to learn of you from uh, Chris at, at Beer Zombies. You know, how did you guys end up uh, hooking up? How did that you know, kind of come to come to be? Oh, the, the good old-fashioned DM. He, uh, he, slid he sent in. me a, a message one day on Instagram, and uh, I was blown away. It was like, I checked out his followers. I'm like, holy shit, like, what the hell is going on here? And then he's like, yeah, I just uh, I run this thing out in um, Las Vegas. It's like, I do collab brews. I have a bottle shop and stuff like that. Like, okay, and then we got to talk, and he said he was an Eagles fan. Like, all right, now I'm really paying attention. Right? Yeah, exactly. Really- yeah, we totally vibe <laughs> on that too. I was like, fuck, you know. I was like, fuck yeah, you know. We'll shoot, like game day. We'll be like, all right, you know. But I mean, let's not talk about that fucking game last week. But anyway, moving on. Yeah, that, that doesn't deserve any more. You know what the best but, part um, is? The best part is whenever this airs, it probably could be, you know, if it airs in two, three weeks. I mean, hopefully, hopefully we have a, a better story to recap on when I do the. You know, yeah, hopefully we're three yeah. one and not yeah. going four. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, I'm playing the Rams is going to get ugly. I think, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I think. I don't think golf is as good as people say. But we'll see. Oh, I don't like golf at all. I just think that uh, uh, what's his face that the the defensive guy uh, Arnold. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to destroy our our duct taped offensive line. Yeah, that's going to be bad. Carson's going to be in a full body cast. Yeah. He'll fumble a couple times and we'll be good and then we'll yell. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. he uh, he hit me up for the uh, for artwork. He wanted the the Circle Jerks logo. Like, I have a really extensive like, punk rock background, hardcore background. As a zombie guy, I'm like, dude, this is cool. I'll do that. And I did that. And then he kept following my art, and it turned out really well. He was impressed. And then like he turned it into like the skate art. So that, that's really like a lot of what I do too. Um, that I, I lead my spouse for He just like kept coming back and we just kept having a really good rapport. He's like, hey, like I need a, a label for this. And we did a label and it was a hit. And I was like, I need a shirt for my event. And it just went from there to where he's like, dude, I'm opening like a real deal brewery. Uh, like I'm going to need a label artist. So you dad, I'm like, damn, man, I'm fucking down. Like that was, this is like so cool. You know, it's like, I still feel like a little kid drawing. So someone's like serious, like with their business, like, hey man, I need you for, my this and that i'm like oh my god like yeah please count me in yeah it was wild because we we did the interview uh i forget the name of the place it was like a mexican restaurant they like hooked us up with a table and you know drinks and stuff but like on the wall was like one of his like murals you know like it was it was really cool to see and then we were and just to see like he's probably one of the hardest people i know in the in the beer game like his his hustle is like you know second to none he's just a grinder so it's really uh it's really cool to see how it's just every time I go out there for for work, it's like a different th- you know thing going on or or what have you. My last trip, which in hindsight I, I would have stayed longer if I knew all this shit was going to go on, but I missed one of his big events. But I did get to go to his bottle shop and like it was just packed. Like so, it, it was a it was a cool experience from the last time I was out there. Yeah, he he actually might be he's flying into Philly today. I'm trying to figure out a way to actually like try and hang out with him. But like yeah, with his hustle, that's right. Like we're both so busy with what we're doing. We have to like schedule a time to sit down and talk for five minutes about the set of stuff he's doing. And which is cool. Cause it's just like, he doesn't get down on me. If I'm busy, if I like, take a day or two to get back to him. And then I'm the same way with him. I'm like, all right, man, like I know you're waiting on me, but I need your go ahead and do this. He's like, dude, I'm just slammed. You know, it was like 110 degrees here. I saw like, a million cases of this. I'm like, dude, that's all. I'm like, dude, do not rush. Like just do your thing. I'm here when you're ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's so, he's so cool. So, yeah, with them exploding and just like that, they're they're growing, and do you saying about the communication and, and you know both being busy? How does it, how do you guys how do you guys work? Does he tell you what the the style of beer is? Does he have an idea that he wants you to bring to life? What's the? Yeah, he's how, on top of 
he's on top of the shit and he's not like weird about the style having to relate to the artwork, which which is like which something I really appreciate. So he's just like, hey man, I have this idea and like now did you ever see this movie? Can you can you do something like this? Yeah, cool. And then like usually I'll give I'll give him like the spot artwork and he'll finish out the label because like there's so mm-hmm. much shit he has to put on an ad and this and that. And uh so it just kinda goes from there. Yeah, it's, it's always super simple and like there's been times where he's like, dude, like, because he's they're about to launch in Philly, and he's like, I just got off with the distributor. We're gonna need that label in like 24 hours, and like I was able to pull it off. I'm like, man, I felt really good that I could do that for you because that would have been, would have been so shitty to be from Philly. I'd be able to help you out with the fucking label that gets you here. <laughs> that's so dope that he's gonna be they're gonna be in Philly. That's that's great. Yeah, they're they're gonna kill it here. Philly's kind of like it's all, like cause I do a lot of work for Imprint Brewing out in PA too. And like they're, they're really cool to stuff and they actually did a collaboration together i'm like wow this is like a really cool mashing of our worlds right now yeah they're uh yeah they do a lot of those like the fruit like some more of those fruited sour type beers right yeah my, my uh, brother-in-law has been been digging on those lately the smoogies i think yeah, yeah they're yeah, really yeah. cool they're really really cool man they treat me really well too yeah, so you got yeah, I mean, you've done work for for Trophy. I know you've like done some stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've done labels for Nishamity, but I know you've done some work for them too. So you definitely, uh, you definitely got a nice uh, niche, you know, with the the breweries, which is really cool to see. Yeah, I think at this point, I've, like I've done artwork. I've done I've done some artwork for Philadelphia Brewing. Some for Nishamity, but that was more like Fires. They have yeah. a really talented artist who do their stuff. And yeah, then, uh, our boy JP lot- Flexner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, JP. Yeah, a lot for. Um, a lot for beer zombies who has been like Brujo's Brewing. I've done stuff, I'm working on something for Maiden Ale Works, now Abomination. And it's like, it's cool because like the two main guys, like the two main brewers I work for are Imprint and um, Beer Zombies. And they're, they're, they're not like, hey man, you can only work for us. You know what I mean? So it's really cool. So it's just like, everybody's real friendly. And I make sure that the labels are so different where it's not, you know, looks like, you know, oh, I'm getting a Beer Zombies beer, but this is, you know, Brujo's Brewing. You know what I mean? So it's just like, just, I, I always be mindful of that because I want everybody to have their own like, like separate thing, you know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's important. I think uh, I yeah, that's the that's just a testament to your you know versatility and what you're doing, which I think is cool. And you know, people really like your work really resonates with people because I said it has that level of nostalgia, but it's it's modernized. You know, it has uh, and I saw that you're you know I think. I don't know if you know him, like it reminds you and Tallboy uh, have a similar, you know, with the, the color palettes you guys use, which I like. I think it's, uh, you know, has that uh, that black light for kids at home. That was a thing in college. You thought it was cool to put a highlighter in a bottle and then you put a black light Tallboy. on. Tallboy yeah. is one of my, my, uh, my biggest influences, man. My his artwork was like, I seen that and I was just like, I can pull, I, I, I like I don't really, I don't want to be tall boy. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people like, oh, let's start a band. I want to sound just like this. Like, then you're already shot in the foot because you're trying to sound like something else. You just want to, you should do your own thing. But like seeing his artwork inspired me. I'm like, dude, I can really draw whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like this dude's having a ball doing like you know the Sasquatch getting the blowjob by the fish. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, and, and he's and he's just doing a thing. Is at that point I was just doing like hard work where I wasn't like having fun and have my own personality with drawing and he, he like just watching night watch stuff it's just like it's so it's just so awesome i, I see now i'm like this is great I just, i'm happy to exist any way i can in this world in terms of artwork like that you know what i mean so to be brought up in that conversation is like really it's really really cool to hear man thank you oh it's yeah he's a good dude yeah you check out the episode he's just like a down to earth he was 
you know, I think a lot of times that there's, and cause you kind of mentioned it earlier, which is like, you're saying like without, you know, getting requests for like hate, like things or evil stuff. I think that just because you're doing like skulls or, you know, things that aren't like, you know, unicorns and rainbows that sometimes there's this connotation that like, you're like an evil person or like, you're just going to be like, you know, it's going to be like this aggressive thing. And I think that's like a big misconception that hopefully we're, you know, just squashing, no. squashing with folks just in general with what we're doing because, you know, people just yeah. like to fucking draw skeletons, man. Like, doesn't mean that you're like, you know, that you're, you know, you're, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. say anything, but you know, like, yeah. So I think it's just, I think it's important. I've never had to deal with that with anybody. Cause I right. like, I never, like only a couple of times if it's someone like really new I'm working for and like their Instagram looks a little sketchy. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, as long as it's like nothing hateful or using anything like that, oh, dude, no, everything's cool. Like everybody's like really open. Like I think people are finally fucking smart enough to stop it with that shit. You know what I mean? I hope, I hope so anyway. Yeah, we're, hopefully we're getting there. So I think it's important. But I think yeah, you just got to remind people once in a while, like, hey, that's you know, punch them in the face. If we need to. So I think it's important. Um, you mentioned so we mentioned Tallboy with the Sasquatch blowjob. One thing I did notice is you, you're a big fan of the. Uh, the ass to mouth thing going on. So, I mean, that's, uh, it comes up a lot. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't know how to bring that up, but I, I really, it comes up a few times and, uh, especially with like the Muppets man and shit like that. So I think it's, I think it's hilarious. It's a little edgy, but, uh, yeah. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Cause like, that's another thing where I was fucking around with the Inktober. I did Bart Simpson, uh, just spray painting. I'm like, okay, people know Bart, go, go stop and look at the art. I had him spray painting. just like, eat ass and hell Satan. And like, when I was reposting it back then, I get like 30 likes. Now I repost it now, and I'm like, I'll have new art to show just to keep, you know, I look and I do that, and it fucking blows up. I need this on a shirt. I'm like, what is this? Oh my God. And like, I'll post something, I'll post like a really detailed, like, artwork I spent a lot of time on, and like, you know, it gets some like love and traction, but I'll post, you know, the Ghostbusters fucking, or Scooby Doo going ass them out, and it blows up. It's like, okay, like, I kind of see where everybody's head's at. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you ever get any like, Cease and desist or anything negative pushback on like some of these uh, Im- images you're using? Not to me. Not to me. Nothing's ever been reported because I think it's always fun. And I'm not drawing like, just like regular humans doing it. I'm not like pushing it in that direction. It's just like something out of humor. I think when you come to my page, you see really quick where it's just like, okay, it's just like, you know, fantasy, comical core. It's just like that. That's, that's what I really want it to be. Just fun. Mm-hmm nothing serious nothing telling you to hurt anybody or hurt anybody else but it's just like come on laugh at the fucking muppets like you know beaker's face in that is fucking great you know it's just yeah like, yeah i love the muppets yeah i think that uh, yeah, we gotta get you to do maybe a little fraggle rock that was my jam back in the day there would be that'd be a good one not not doing ass yeah. to mouth but just like your one of your interpretations yeah i don't want you to ruin uh, uh, uh traveling tra- was it uncle traveling mac is his name yeah yeah there yeah, they're good yeah but yeah, that's that's all for this dude Chris who runs uh, this thing called Superzuka up near Toronto. He uh, he just hires me for like just this wild ass stuff, and he, he's just having success with it. I'm like, okay, that's, that sounds good to me, man. Like, I'm happy to get the work, and I'm happy to have a job where it's like that kind of fun too, you know? Yeah, that's I think that's great. So a lot of your stuff ends up on shirts uh, at, at uh, sites like that. Is that good? Because I know we're getting a lot of requests for you know we'll definitely be getting more requests for your work. Uh, to get some gear, um, you know, how can folks kind of, uh, other than sliding the DMS and, uh, making requests, like how can they, you know, how can they, how can they support their, uh, the local non heinous? Uh, basically, man, but, but like, I usually, whenever I repost someone's artwork that I did for them, I, like I tag them. So like the best way to support me is, you know, supporting them. I mean, without directly like hiring me for a commission, 
uh, I just don't have the time to run a merch shop. It's just like, uh, I don't feel like going spending 350 bucks on shirts. I'm going to sit on for four years. You know what I mean? And, uh, that, that, that artist Skinner, he, he, he did a podcast or something a couple of years ago. And he said, he's like, don't worry. Like if you're an artist and like, you're, you're trying to get out there, he's like, don't worry about merchandise right now. He's like, like, don't start an Instagram and like, just to make a shop. He's like, draw, draw like 500 things, like get really good and have fun at what you're doing. And then, then worry about merch. Cause if you're worried about merchandise, you're kind of taking yourself out of the creativity part. You're just trying to create something to sell it. And I heard that and I was like, wow, did I made me like, you know, you'll, you'll appreciate this. But like, I did like a, a Philly fanatic shirt, but I did a stone cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. and they made it look like an AD Philly shirt. That's so like not hanging on the front and stone cold on the back. And it did great here in Philly. But the thing is, it's like, who the fuck is going to care about that across the country or the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe gritty. I saw your gritty print, but yeah, I mean, even us, <clears throat> excuse me, even us here, like when we do glasses and stuff, we, you know, my wife, we do, we don't do as many merch things. To your point, because it's the sitting around part, and we don't have that, we don't have that buzz like some, like some folks do, and like we're like a slow, you know, people find us at different points and you know dive in, and you know they'll listen to, you know, ten episodes in a weekend, but like. Yeah, I have a you know glasses sit around, so I've I've originally I was like, oh, people are gonna buy it all the time, blah blah blah. So I just got like a I do a more, much more limited run and just try to do it that way because like because my yeah my wife was about to kill me. We just had shit like stacked up of like you know yeah, and, it, and it's one of, it's fun if it's moving and it's like it's cool to sell stuff, but I don't want I don't want the stress of oh my god I got to sell the shit so I can you know get money. I'm like dude, it's just like. When the time gets there where I can make a shirt and sell like 15, 20 of them, and that's like a really like fucking high bar, <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, I'll do it because that's worth it. But I don't want to sit here and make people say, oh, I got a shirt, and now I have to post about this shirt two, three times a week, and you just look yeah. like a carny. And yeah. I, just don't, I, just, I just don't want to do it, you know? It's just like, it's too much work. I have I have a way better time just, just drawing, you know? It's just, I have a really way better time doing that. But like, I, I am thinking about doing some shirts for, um, for, for like a lot of the companies who support me like a ton who like hire me like all throughout the year especially during the pandemic where right? i thought i was gonna really peter out but it's, it's been busier than ever i want to make shirts for them just send them out to them just for like hey as like a thank you thank you so much for supporting me during all this kind of stuff yeah we gotta, if you're listening and you're part of a shirt company that does more like on demand and you don't like you know take all the money like that's the thing there's there's options to do that too like the on demand shirts but yeah, it's, I've it's, seen that. It but it's like, but it's not, I mean, I, I haven't looked at all of them, but a few of them I've seen, it's like, you don't make any, like, it, the margins are shit. Like, like when you sell, you know, when you, I don't know, man. Like, that's what I mean. Like, there's not, there's got to be a way, like, to do it where, you know, I mean, because if you can do something, that's what I mean. For artists out there, if you have the infrastructure, you have the fan, like, the fans, like, doing like a glass or something like that, there's, you know, reach out. We know some great glass folks, but you can make, good margins but it's just like you have to mail them out yourself like it's it's not easy like even us doing that charity run of glasses like i felt bad but like thankfully it was for charity because i was just like hey i I, you know i I would go and like bulk and do like 10 at the post office but like some days it was just like i I was like i can't get to the post office this week like i'm sorry you know like i'm just trying to not lose my shit like you know so that's like what, what you should do just a little tip is um like go mail one and get like get like the the weight there's this website called pirate shit. That's what I use, dude. I use that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I you did them all at home. And I bought these boxes. Like I had a whole little thing and it's like, if it's under a pound and then you figure out the glass, 
like once you because once you do it once they print it out and it has all the weights on it so then i would have like two glasses i know the exact weight but the pirate ship stuff is good because then even if you put the wrong weight in there like they'll just they'll like update it either refund you the money or, or get or charge you more so yeah I, I use that all the time it's 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 a godsend yeah it, re- it really is great for like someone like me and you where we don't have like a giant company backing us and covering shipping and shit like that but i agree with you on like the, the margins too like i was thinking about doing a threadless shop and, I, and i'm looking at what you make it's like oh two bucks a design I'm like oh, dude that's kind yeah, of yeah you gotta sell 100 shirts it's like man nah, i'm good like yeah we, and then they do they want that you, you don't get to set your price and then they're like okay we're gonna discount it and you're gonna make even less money it's like this doesn't feel fun <laughs> yeah being a grown-up and trying to do it is not it's not easy but uh We'll figure out a way, man. I think, uh, yeah, some of the stuff, I mean, your, your stuff is great. And you, like you said, I think that's great advice is to keep creating. Like you were saying before, the amount of requests and things you're getting on a daily, you know, just from kind of where where it's gone. It's just been a really, you know, a really great, evo- great evolution. And we are back. You're listening to episode 168, Non-Heinous. You may know him as non and Heinous, but it's Non-Heinous on Instagram. We are the 16-ounce canvas on Instagram, 16ozcanvas, 16ozcanvas.com. And this episode is just a good one. I think it's just, uh, we're building up, we're telling the story, painting the whole picture, Really just learning about his process, his his story, how he got here, kind of some crazy turns and adventures you know, on the road. We heard some of his music earlier before uh, to, to start the night. You know, the Anchor Boys, you can find his, the record uh, from Panic Records on YouTube. Thank you, Google. So we played some stuff from them. Got the, the circle jerks, and then maybe later on in the episode, maybe we'll get some no effects going. So you're listening to 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast, often imitated, never duplicated. We are the original, and we're proud to be here each and every week, introducing you to our friends from all around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. All right, folks. Yep. Non-heinous. 16 ounce canvas, beer zombies, imprint, and just a bunch of other projects, which are really great. Abomination, Josh and the crew here in Connecticut are just great people. I mean, obviously they're from Philly, but now they work with 12%, so they moved here to Connecticut, and it's just been a really wonderful opportunity to get to know them. We love everybody over at 12%, 12% Beer Project, doing their thing. Big ass umbrella with all these great beers and breweries and unique on-site offerings and so alex and the crew there are just doing some really cool stuff that we're really lucky and at times i feel a little spoiled to have here in connecticut so support your local breweries support your local restaurants we're still in the middle of a pandemic and you know with the cold months coming the ability realistically for folks to eat outside more and and do things it's going to get lower and we've already seen you know countless small businesses go out of business and so I, I can't say that we're going to be able to save everyone, but maybe it'll delay the inevitable and maybe there'll be some stimulus or something for, for folks. So just make an effort to support your local businesses, support your local breweries, support your local artists. 
I'd say support your local podcast, but I don't even know if that's really like a thing. If there's like geo specific, I guess folks do about tourism and stuff like that, which is kind of in the shitter. But tell a friend or do a little extra curbside, or you know, just and if you're gonna, or if you're crazy and that's to each their own, if you're going out there to eat, whatever, just make sure you tip. Like, there's only limited seats, so really don't don't be the asshole that takes up a seat and you know, and tips, you know, minimal if anything. You're you're just an asshole. We really, we can't have that. Because live music, breweries, tap rooms, all these places are, you know, they're great you know, opportunities to support other businesses, to get together with friends and family and, and do things. And so I just think it's kind of, uh, these are the, the people in your neighborhood, right? You know, I think from the from the post office to the hairdresser to the, the chef and the busboy to the waiter and beer server and obviously without even a question or a doubt uh, you know frontline workers you know nurses police school teachers EMTs firefighters these are you know these are the really important people in our lives and so I think it's just kind of uh, you know how you treat them is it just says a lot about you as a person and I'm not trying to throw shade or, or get dark here but just we got to do better regardless of what it is that you're behind we just got to treat each other a little bit better and you know some of you won't do that and that's cool and um but it's all about moving the needle a little bit and so if we can impact that it's definitely uh it's definitely important so let's just get back into it because i think this episode is really positive you know it definitely plucks the heartstring with stuff you know with, with family and you know business and providing and you know the philly way and just grinding and you know obviously all these great breweries and people to be connected with and you know if you're part of any of those breweries and you want to send us some stuff we would love it especially as we're getting into the the fall season we, we always love our our hoodies but uh, yeah episode 168 here we go part two non-heinous 16 ounce canvas the art of craft beer podcast so you're you're doing your labels like how much time are you i mean you, you have your crazy story of 24 hours but how, how much time are you typically given uh, and you know, how are you, I mean, yeah. How, how is that for you? Cause you've got so many, you know, uh, things in the air, you know, concurrently with all your clients. It's, you know, it's kind of, when you think about it, dude, when you step back and you realize you've like, you have a legit client base, like you're pretty busy and you're, you're, I think you're inspired. You'll inspire a lot of people, you know, your hustle and, you know, kind of doing, doing this, you can see the evolution, you know? So I think that when you, I think that's really just something we should, you know, acknowledge it. it's really impressive you know the number amount of stuff you've been able to continue to do and especially you, know, you said you're busier than ever you know i i appreciate that i mean the one thing about like having like the clients and everything is like uh i can honestly say like i have a relationship with all of them it's not just like oh hey how are you here it is where's my money like i, like, I try to get to know them what's going on hey like how's everything going what, what sports team are you into or what movie like i i, I figured them out and i just i just like to talk with everybody i'm not i'm not i don't want to go into this blindly i like having friends and it's just uh it's just i like to like be cool to everybody and uh another thing with that is just like being grateful you got to be grateful for this because like you get like as with anything in life you get you count your chickens before they hatch or you get too big for your bridges man you, you're gonna fall on your ass and you're gonna look really stupid so it's just like every single day i talk to myself a little bit it's like okay it's like be stoked be grateful be happy as hell you're in this position like you're like it's i'm it's not lost on me how lucky i am to, to be able to do this and then uh you know the, like uh the timeline i usually tell everybody hey just give me like two to three weeks because i still have 
a lot of work I'm working on, luckily. So I'm just like, hey, like, I'll sketch. I'm like, you can hit me up anytime. We can talk about it anytime, but like, this will probably be done in two to three weeks. Not that it takes me two to three weeks, but that's just the time I try to give. Them. I usually, maybe like, like, like one to three days it probably takes me to finish something now. I like to hammer out my idea. And then it uh, depends on the time of the day. And I do, I have a nine-year-old, so we're, we're bouncing around. We're at the park or we're just like, you know, she's skateboarding and we're just trying to, I, I try to fit all these things into my day now since I, the, the quarantines kind of took away my regular job and this kind of saved our life, the drawing. But uh, usually like one to three days per design, unless I, you, uh, I know they need it sooner, but I just need that little time in between to finish the jobs I currently have before I can start those up. And some people understand that. And some people are like, is it ready? Like they just hit me up 10 minutes ago. Hey, Hey, dude, is that done yet? It's like, uh, not yet, man. Give me, give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, we won't, I live with the pandemic, and again, wear a fucking mask. But like, I, you know, in a way, it's kind of been a blessing for you to realize that you know this gift and you know, the humility you have. You said, you know, it, your other job has not been able, and this is, I mean, to say it saved your life is pretty a powerful thing to say. And you, know, you probably have dove in more into your art and going for it than you would have previously wearing the, you know, the, the two hats. I think that's really, I think that's awesome that, you know, it's kind of when you needed it to most, you were able to take it to a different level. Like, dude, if, if we, like, I know people like, you know, like I got laid off, so we had to collect and I'm the only one that works for the family. You know, my wife's a stay at home mom. And, uh, so it's like the lot, like we own a house, like, I didn't, like you know, we support ourselves. We don't borrow, we don't beg, nothing like that. But like, uh, okay. So we got, you know, the extra money from the unemployment, but that went all towards paying our bills and taking care of our things. You know what I mean? And then, but like with the drawing, like, like dude, if, if I didn't have this drawing coming in, we'd be dead in the water. Like, with, like I, I probably would have lost all my hair thinking how, like, how are we going to like keep things going? You know what I mean? And it, it just like, it's like some, there's some bands that I was doing work for, like, oh, you know, we got no shows. So there's no point in getting the shirt made right now. Sorry. Like, dude, it's all good. Next thing you know, beer zombies is like, you know what, man, let's just, uh, let's make a quarantine glass. So we did like a big Lebowski sitting on glass. It looked like a picture notice is sitting on the floor and stuff like, and like, we just went from there and then like, we just kept building and building and building and building. And, and like, cause my, my normal day was uh wake up, you know, quarter to seven, get in the shower, get my kid in the shower by seven 30, be on the road for school by eight, be at work by nine, home by five 30, six o'clock. And I'm drawing from seven till midnight and it starts the next day over. But with, with the, with the pandemic, dude, like it's gotten so busy. I'm, I did 12 hours yesterday working, like work three things. And like, and the thing is, it's awesome. I could be laying concrete. You know what I mean? I could be on a roof somewhere, but no, I'm, I'm lucky to be in my house and I can take a break whenever I want to. And, you know, you know, put the Phillies on or throw a podcast on, or just like be, you know, you know, do whatever I would be my own boss, but I still have to like, manage my time and get shit done. And like, it's crazy. I'll put my head down at nine 30. I pick it up. It's two 30. I'm like, Oh shit, I got to eat. You know what I mean? It's just like, but like if, if I didn't have this man, I we we like it would be a totally different story for our life. Yeah, and I mean, I, everyone who listens or knows me knows that Phillies like mean so much to me, and I've uh, but like that's the like that's kind of like a, the Philly way, and I think that you know in a way, um, you know it's a it's a real just kind of I know people want to make their jokes or whatever, but it's just a hardworking town, and people have it, you know, it's part of the the soul of who who we are, and I think that. I don't know, like that time you have with your family. I, my my day job is I'm I'm a I'm a sales executive, and I I travel. Uh, I mean, I we I'd be dancing and doing all that conferences and all this other stuff, and I wouldn't have that time with my family. So, not only are you doing what you love, but 
you're getting to be home and be there, you know, with your kid and your wife and, you know, your daughter's looking at dad, like working his ass off, but still being present and providing and doing something that he loves. And I, so I think that, you know, again, I would never wish this pandemic on anyone. And I think it's just been awful on, on so many levels. And for those who don't have, it's kind of just amplified that, but there's a lot of beauty out of it that I'm trying to take from it. And I think that's a great, great story. And I, I think that you'll look back on those times and, you know, being there with your daughter, right? I think it's just, I think it's, I think it's awesome, you know, and I think that it's, uh, you know, this is kind of, you know, you, you put your chips in because you had to and, you know, it kind of just affirms that, you know, you've, you've got something special, dude. Yeah, and like, you know, like you said about my daughter, me, like she comes down, she knows how to draw on the tablet and everything and uh, I just want to tell a quick story if I can. Um, yeah. One of my favorite bands, well, my favorite band is this band called No Effects. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to them since I was 10 years old. I'm 35 now. Or I'm 34 now. Um, and, you know, two weeks ago, I'm drawing and I get a message from a surfboard company and it's the drummer of No Effects. This band I've idolized my entire mm-hmm. life hired me for artwork for a surfing company. And last night, my daughter is downstairs. She's drawing on her iPad and um, we're in the basement. When I refer to downstairs, it's where I draw. And uh, we had, he called me and we had a half hour phone conversation and it was just amazing. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here talking to my favorite drummer and my favorite band and we hung up and like me and me, I was like really excited. And I, I looked at, I looked at my daughter. I'm just like, follow your dreams. I'm like, just follow your dreams. If I never would have taken on drawing, you think I'd ever have a half hour phone conversation with the drummer? You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's incredible what this has lent to my life. It's, 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 a, it's, it's just insane. You know what I mean? I'm almost like emotional talking about it. I'm like, Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. That pulled to the heartstrings right there. I mean, just anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. That's all. I mean, yeah. I think that's, I mean, right. As a, as a parent, we're trying to make our kids lives better than when we had it. I think now with being, creative and weird and you know unconventional it's never been a better time uh yeah this isn't like a moon landing thought i'm going to share but i think that just allowing people to be their their truest self right if we'd you know if we were both you know i'm a little older than you but you know i'm uh i'll be 42 but you know when i was growing up the idea of being an artist or a designer or you know not getting your going to college was just seen as like oh you you get a job you hippie or whatever you know like you know living home in your parents basement but now yeah. the way things have evolved, you know, where we are, I think just whoever you love, whatever you're into, like just fucking be your true self. You know, it's not, I can't say it's going to be easy. Like that's not, I'm not just saying like whatever, but if you work hard, like you can at least, you know, whatever you, you, you can redefine happiness too. I think that that mold has been shattered like 10 times over. Yeah. And, and that's what I say. Like, that's what I say. Like, you know, that's why I'm so lucky to be able to do what I do. Like it's, and it's sometimes like you feel like less of a man when you're around people. Oh, what do you do for a living? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm an illustrator. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, all right. But I'm like, but in the same sense, it's like I don't hate what I do. I don't have, I don't work for somebody who I want to punch every day. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to like be able to follow this. And I, and I tell people, I'm like, listen, like, and, like people hitting up about art, like people who are young. I've gotten guys like, oh man, like you pulled me out of a depression. You made me, you helped me start drawing again. I know we've never met. And I'm just like, dude, that's awesome. I'm like. Don't stop drawing. I'm like, just don't stop. Like, if you're bummed out, like, the worst thing you can do is, like I said earlier about the band stuff, don't try to be anybody else. Draw what you like to draw. Draw what you like to do. And then just stay there. Create you. You weren't born to be, you know, tall boy. You weren't born to be Skinner or any other artist you like to follow. Be you. Be you. You know what I mean? Just draw. That's it. Just draw. Be non-effing heinous, right? Yeah, that's... 
Yeah, I get that. Right. Like, what is your what is your end game with the podcast? I go, well, I don't know. I go, I'm just fucking happy. I get to talk. I have, I now have friends all over the world who, if I ever go to that, that town, I can you know, like I look at the map and I look at breweries and I look at the you know liquor store. Completely different. Nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh, that's Joe and that's. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's uh, Katrina right, and, and that's her, and da, 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 da. I'm like, that's where I'm at with it. Like, you know, like uh, you know, we were talking before about Nishami, Like, uh, JP made a label, and he like does like those hop characters on the Shamney labels, and on one of them, he threw like a he like drew a tat, and it was just like a hashtag sixteen ounce canvas on it, and we had talked about, you know, we geeked out over like the Kerplunk Green Day album, like that was a record that like I was I still can go back and dive into it. And he like on the other oh, yeah. arm, the other arm, he did like the flower pot. Right. And like, that was to me, like, that was the, more, I was like, all right, I'm done. You know, like, I'm good. Like let, that's, that was like a life moment for me, you know? Like, so I don't know. I don't have an agenda. I'm, and I work a corporate gig and it's, I don't have any negative things to say about it, but some days can be soul sucking, especially now just like sitting in this, you know, in the house. And so to have like these conversations and check in with people like, you know, in Sweden and on the West coast and the middle of America. And then, you know, geek out back in philly or canada like i don't know i'm pretty blessed like i you know i'm pretty happy we were i think this will be like 160 something and that's like 160 you know more episodes than i ever thought we would do so i'm pretty good at this point man yeah dude and that that's what it's like you literally have like personal relationships with all these people like i feel the same way like i look at the map now like when i like i just it'll pop up somewhere oh, i got a friend there i got a buddy here yeah. i got a friend here it's, like, it's all about relationships man and that's what's cool about it like this, like, like I can imagine just being a blind artist. Okay, what do you want? What do you need? All right, here it is. Pay me. I would hate that. Like, I like to bullshit, or like, I see something that makes me think of them, or vice versa with me. I'm like, that's so cool. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. Yeah, and you have, yeah. I mean, you're obviously gonna have transactional relationships, not just nor That's just normal. But I mean, I, to really to, to put into it in the connections you have, like, if we, we go back to how we, you know, kind of discovered you, right, with beer zombies, right? You just had that first job and then you guys realize you had a lot in common and you know fly goes fly and just kind of uh, you know evolve from there but i just think it's really you know your story your trajectory you know and your hustle is really i think i think it's inspiring i think you have a good head on your shoulders and i think that you're you know, we've said it already but like you're you're just a humble guy and i think that's really uh you know which is kind of which is funny because your your work screams right your your work has energy and life and it's like over the top and it's funny and it's detailed but you're pretty, you know, you're, especially for being like a punk guy, you're pretty mild mannered and humble, which is kind of, which is cool. Well, yeah, don't, don't get it right. I had a lot of growing up to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, dude. 21 year old, like mid level AJ was a fucking mess. So, like, dude, like when we had my baby, I was like 24 years old, 25. Dude, I was like, Luckily, I got into like a brewing job like a year in, but I was just coming off being in a band that was like moderately successful. So you have that in your head that, oh my God, I'm in a band, I'm so cool. And like you're just like still drinking with reckless abandon, you know what I mean? And then it's just like, and so I had to really grow. And I had a lot of fucking times in my life where I shouldn't be where I am. And it's another thing about being grateful where it's just like, like it's the whole life thing. I'm happy I was able to grow into this and like with how good everything is with this and like, but my life right now, it's just like I would do all those horrible things again and make all the mistakes I made. It will put me exactly right here because this is the payoff. And I'm lucky to be in my 30s and have the payoff and not be in my 60s and have the payoff or 70s where it's just like I lived a whole life of like, man, I was a fucking dick. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Now, I would be, you know, for the 
the wives and the, the mothers out there. You mentioned early early on, you kind of teased that you realized that you got your artistic uh, talent from from moms. How, how did you kind of come to realize that? So this is a little little sad part. Um, you know, she passed away the day before Thanksgiving in 2018. It was really it was so sudden. It was like there was no 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 time. She was a little. She had this uh, immune deficiency called called Guillain-Barre, which kind of basically attacks your immune system, and in turn kind of really takes a lot of power out of your body. But she's been battling that since 2013, so it was maintained. And uh, so we had the funeral and everything. I'm sitting there, like at the end, everybody kind of says repeat and shares like a really nice memory. And uh, like my cousin, oh yeah, she drew like a life size picture of me when I ran for president of St. Hubert's. And I'm like, what? And then another, oh yeah, her art was this and that. And she drew this and that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's like the non-heinous was rolling along then. But when I heard that and I was just like, you know what? Like this, this just turned the hustle up a thousand percent and just turned it into a new gear. I'm just like, I'm happy to do this for me, but like I have to do this for her because I never even knew she really did art like that, you know? And like, and apparently she was really, 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 really fucking good. And it was just like, okay, like I have to do this for you now. You know what I mean? And like, ever since then, man, it's been like angels in the outfield, you know, <laughs> just kind of like something. <laughs> angels in the outfield. Oh, that's so great. Oh, did, you know what I mean? Were you able to, have you found any of her work? Like, have you seen any of her stuff? Like, none i've never seen one thing but you can tell by the way these people were talking about it like how like they get that wide eye like oh you should have seen it It was just like wow you know what i mean because she was born in the 50s so she probably started like really hitting it really well in like the 60s and 70s when our family started and uh that my mom and dad got married in 78 so i guess that's like i guess you know it's one of the things she put that on hold for me to raise my sister and i who's my sister's seven years older than me and uh it just made me real think down like you know, I, I have to do this for you. It's kind of like a destiny of sorts, you know what I mean? Just to like fulfill her, just so like her raising us wasn't just like in vain, you know. She she had to put her passion on on hold and never seemed to fully like regain it, you know. Sadly. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful story, and I think that yeah, I think a lot of times when you're younger, you're like fighting with your parents and you don't realize stuff, and then when you have kids and you realize like all these other. I mean, first of all, like I, we we've joked about a few times recently, they just like give you a kid, like you just leave the hospital, and it's like okay, you're in you're in charge of this thing forever. Um, yeah. And I'm not again, boys. If you ever listen, dad's not calling you a thing and whatever. But, um, and then just like, <laughs> but the idea like that all these, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. They, they like that I do that. They come in and I check on dad, and we've had him do a couple intros here and there. So I, I try to, I like to think at some point, you know, this they'll maybe when I'm older or who knows, they'll, they'll listen. So I, I throw them little here and there, but, um, like you realize that like the amount of shit your parents gave up or how hard it was. And you just didn't realize that like, Oh, why are you so mean? Why are you so this? Why, why aren't you at my game? And it's like, dad's working two jobs or, you know, going back to school so he can get, you know, a better job so you can have more. And you don't really, uh, you don't really always appreciate it until, you know, until you grow up a little bit. Yeah, and and the thing is with that too, like it, it's like it's also not their job to understand it, you know. Like you you put them here, and it's just like okay, cool, like, I'll take care of this. But like it's cool when you get old and you have the perspective. It's like damn, like now I understand about my parents why they were like that. So like I, I 100% understand you there, dude. Yeah, and I think that uh, I don't know that, that that's just nice. Like I think you know I think that you know yeah we uh, I don't know. When they're, we're always trying to get, you know, you're, you're always trying to get your parents' approval in a way. And so the fact that you're now just doing it to, you know, pay tribute to her and, uh, 
like I said, it's a, it's a really good story. I mean, I, I had no idea and I'm just glad we we're able to, to share this with people. I think it'll, I think it'll resonate. We always ask, um, and you kind of touched on it. We always just ask, you know, or started to the last couple seasons, you know, just advice for somebody who's just getting started. And I think that, you know, your, your story is just a great example of that. And you've know, had some, you know, good advice is to, you know, to keep at it and keep drawing. So I, I think, I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people, man. Yeah. Like, uh, don't, the, the best advice is draw, draw a little bit every day. Just draw, even if you're drawing a finger now, just draw a little bit every day. It's like a release. You know what I mean? Just, just do a little every day and it, it's all building towards your mountaintop. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta start climbing it somehow. You don't, okay, climb it next week. No, just take one step today, take another step tomorrow. And there's going to be days where you take a thousand steps. When the days where you take five steps, it's better than taking zero steps and just work hard. Like I like, my work ethic for the drawing is just, man, like, I, 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 it sucks because, like, you know, you miss a lot of time, your, but it's one of those senses, too, where it's like, okay, I have to do this so we can survive, but it's just like, just work, just work hard, be passionate, and it'll come. Just be yourself, and it'll come. But, I mean, Don't worry about yeah. anyone or anything. Yeah, but, uh, you know, say so you had to do it, and you're, like, like, there's a lot of, like, I, I know I've been laid off from jobs before and, you know, thankfully that period wasn't too long, but like that moment when you're like, okay, it's about to get real. Like, you're just like, you're thinking like, what, how many jobs am I going to do? What, I don't care where they are. Like, how quickly can I start them? And for then you just to say like, you know, look at your, you look at your pens and your, you know, your pencils and your iPads and be like, well, here we go. This is, you know, this is where we're going to go for it. And then just fucking all these requests keep coming in and you're in your, you know, you're, you're busy, you know, busy, busy, busy more than you've ever been, you know, like that's, that's fucking rare. And that's amazing. And I, you know, I think that's that, you know, that's what we're going to celebrate with this episode. Yeah. I appreciate that. And it's just, you know, it's just hard work. I see, I like working hard. When I worked in breweries, I worked like the canning line and bottling line and stuff like that. And I love that stuff. And like, that was like my thing. I like being busy and moving and keeping shit going. And like, you know, the end justifies the means. Okay, cool. I'm going to get paid for this. I, I I don't have to sweat this bill. I don't have to sweat this and that, you know, like it's, 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 it's really insane. Like how, like I just, I, I think it just keeps coming back to luck. Like I'm so fucking lucky to do this. Shut the only thing I cut could, that shit. You're not lucky. Like, I mean, you're, but, you're working hard, right? I mean, your work ethic, your, your Philly hustle, your grind is the same on the bottling line as it is when you're drawing. It's just, you know, you, you just, you, you're not taking no and you're going to find a way and, if that didn't, you know, if this didn't work, you weren't going to sit there and just stare at your screen and be like, well, um, we're fucked. You know, you would have found something else and you would have been, you know, you would have figured it out. Like, you know, it wouldn't have been maybe pretty, okay. you know, and you would have been, you know, it would, you know, you, you know, but yeah, luck, luck is a small part of it, obviously. Right. You can, we can, you know, but it's when you look at the big, the big picture, right. You can, only, you, can you, you can't teach that hustle, right. You can tell people to work hard, but you know, that's, that's where people differentiate themselves. I think what what is the saying? Luck is when preparation and opportunity meet, right? Yeah. So that that I mean that's how I feel, and it's just one of those things like you just gotta have a good attitude, work like work hard, and just like just have fun, like get those fucking exploding eyeballs for a living. How fucking cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I love it. Like, I love when people are like, oh man, like, can you go me like a scroll with like you know like the eyes popping out? I'm like I don't know, man. I never did that before. I'm gonna have to research it. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah. Now, given like all the comic book and cartoon uh, like tributes you do like have with within your work, is there new like is there new cartoons that like 
folks should be checking out. Like the, I mean, I'm not on, I mean, I guess Bob's Burgers is probably the newest one I go to. And then, uh, Disenchanted. I mean, Bob's Burgers Burger is cool. If you're a fan of like sci-fi and back to, back to the future, I really suggest, uh, Rick and Morty for people. Yeah, I've done a little bit of that. I haven't, I haven't fully dove in. And if Disenchanted's pretty good. It's from, I think it's Mac Groening. That's the one. It's on yeah. Netflix, I think. It's cool. pretty funny. Uh, so, I mean, like, I watch a lot of cartoons of my kids. There's some cool shit going on there. But a really fun one, if you want to dig into, if, like, you're into the Bill and Ted kind of weirdo funny stuff, there's one called Sanjay and Craig. It's about this dude and a snake, and they just eat wings and pizza and, like, get get in and out of trouble. <laughs> All right, cool. You'll text me that later. I'll, I'll check that out. I mean, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, now the thing is, with, like, the Netflix and, like, all the streaming services, I think it's a big push because there's it's hard to do shoots right now and, like, do act real fi- but the number of like animated things that's been popping up, but there's some of them are just like way over. There's one called like Hoops, I think, and it is just. Oh my god, dude! It's it's so. I've had it on. I was really hungover one Sunday, and I put it on. In the first ninety seconds, like I think it was two hundred curses. I'm like, holy shit! It is way <laughs> over the fucking top. Like it is like. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm definitely because my kids were like, oh, this looks funny. So my wife and I one night were like, all right, let's watch this before because literally to your point. If we had put that on within 30 seconds, I would have had to explain all sorts of life things that we're not ready to, to get into at this point. I mean, it was, I mean, there's like, yeah, there's coke whores and like prostitution and porn and oh, drug use at, for a high school teacher. And you're just like, what in the, yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's fucked. But it's funny. That one in uh, F is for Family is pretty good too. That's Bill Burr's show. Okay. Do really good. I mean, it's, it's an adult one, but man, it's, it's good. It's about him growing up in the seventies with his dad. It's, 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 it's real. It's pretty awesome. Actually. I, I would definitely, definitely suggest it. Okay. Uh, a couple more. So working for these breweries, are you a, are you a beer guy? Like do you have, uh, I mean, you just talked about your, your Sunday hangover, which is, uh, but you now you a beer guy. Are you enjoying the fruits of your labor. Oh yeah. 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 Like, you know, like, uh, when I got in, like when I was living in Carlsbad a little bit in California in 2008, I was helping my cousin like renovate his house. And I, so I had IPA for the first time. And I was just like, I'm like, man, like, what is this friggin' beer? And I came back home and it turned out like a buddy of mine was working at a brewery. And uh, he, we, I just kind of got in there at River Horse just put bottles in boxes. But once I started learning about uh, like beers, I'm okay, like IPAs are what I really dig. But as I started actually learning how to brew after like my years in the packaging field, like uh, bottling and stuff, uh, I started to like, lean a lot towards Pilsners and Lagers just because, uh, you know, you can't hide anything wrong in that beer. Like a, like with a staff IPA, if there's something wrong, okay, just put more hops in there, or, you know, we'll put coffee beans in here or cocoa nibs, and we'll, we'll, we'll this, hide that. Pilsners or lagers, you can know within the first sip if something's wrong. Like, that's my rule. When you go to a brewery and they have a Pilsner or a lager, make that the first thing you try. If that beer tastes awesome, even if you're not a Pilsner or lager person, if that tastes fresh and clean, you're, you're in for a good night. But if it tastes a little funky and something seems off, then, you know, you're, everything's going to be a little bit weird. That's all about how their tanks are cleaned and stuff like that. So. Yeah, the crispy boys, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, I, I like I, yeah, I like IPAs, but I think that that's the, like, to your point, that's been the, you know, we don't do too much beer stuff with this, but that's the one thing I've always, I've come to really learn and just being more involved uh, with that is, exactly what you said it's it and the thing is it's not sexy they're not like whatever you know people aren't waiting you know sleeping out overnight for these beers but they take longer to make they're less forgiving and they're you know and they're just easy drinking like that's really you know that's really where 
you know, we've gone to the session IPAs, but, you know, give me just a, a nice crisp, you know, Pilsner lager. And for me, those are also the easier beers to transition folks into quote unquote craft beer, whatever that means. But, oh, I don't like craft beer, whatever. Oh, what do you drink? Oh, I drink a Miller Lite. Okay, well, you do. You know, you just drink, you're just drinking a shitty version of it, you know, and that's, yeah. you know. That's cool. Like, hey, what do you like normally? Well, you know, I like blue milk. Okay, you're going to dig this Hefeweizen. I know the name scares you, but it's literally the same thing you're drinking. So, yeah, there's something for everybody. I think that's that's what's been the really cool part about it. And uh, I definitely agree. That's like the, and then that's what the brewers drink too. Like the staff drinks with their shift beers. They're usually, you know, you know, having their, you know, their Hellas or their, you know, their Pilsner or their, their lagers and what have you. So I think it's, uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with you. You know, agree with you there. So it's been, it's been kind of fun. You know, we, we have yeah. some, we have some I mean, good I time of year with the Oktoberfest, man. I, I fucking love Oktoberfest beer. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, there's just, it's, that's the thing. Like people say, oh, like even my wife, I mean, she doesn't like IPAs at all, but she likes sours and stouts. I mean, I think to your earlier point, she probably likes the stouts more because of the coffee chocolate aspect of it, but whatever, if you want to drink, you know, whatever, whatever you're into, like, you know, I don't give a shit. That's just, you know, oh, yeah. but just don't that's tell me you thing. don't like, just don't tell me you don't like beer. You just don't like the beer that you've gotten, you know, the macro beer that's been sitting around for, you know, six months in somebody's fridge when you go to a barbecue, you know, that's, you don't like that. But if you like wine, then I can find you a sour beer. You like, you know, if you like this, I can find you that. If you like that cocktail, like it's pretty, it's a, it's a good time to be, you know, having a few. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. And it's, yeah, like it's one of the things. Like, never apologize for your taste either. If you don't dig something, man, you just don't dig it. Bottom line. Yeah, either you like ass or you don't, right? I mean, whoever, right? Yeah, that's it. So, um, you you know, you've given your your advice. Uh, this is a weird question. We'll see. Uh, do you have a certain way with like your files? Like, are you do you have a certain naming convention or how are you like an organized guy with all of your all of your projects? How do you kind of Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my last, my new computer, it wasn't as organized because I we've had it for like eight years, and like I painted the drawing really didn't take off until a few years ago. But uh, yeah, with the new, I had I had a, a buddy of mine build me a computer specific for it, which saved me like eight hundred dollars retail. And um, I just all my all my files are kept like in a, in a folder specific to that, um, you know, that brand. And like for, for each different job and like I, the file I prepare is how they need it. You know, it's just like, okay, I'm going to do like stickers. I mean, okay. So I'm just going to give you like a PNG file, which is like, you can have a transparent background and just drop that on whatever, or I'm making a t-shirt. Okay. So I can like a layered uh, file where like the colors are separated and stuff. So yeah, I try to keep it as, as, as efficient for the, uh, the client as possible. The only thing I typically don't do is like a, like an illustrator vector file because drawing an illustrator as opposed to uh, Photoshop is so fucking restricting that I, I was just like, you know, cause I was, I was beating myself up over it. I'm like, Oh man, like, I'm not drawing an illustrator. I'm never going to be like taken serious by companies. And I was just like, you know, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, unless you're putting something on a billboard, I can help you if you need a color change or whatever. And I can give you a, a really large file too, but I'm like, you can't even like rotate a canvas in illustrator without going through like 10 steps i'm like i just don't have time for that photoshop i can spin it a thousand times in a second and that's what i need like i'm able to draw like i have a pad of paper you know what i mean so but i, I always prepare the file for the for, for exactly what they need and i've never had an issue you know what i mean yeah yeah that's uh whatever whatever gets you where you're going man so then um last question you mentioned music your background no effects so we usually ask kind of just uh 
some of your favorite bands or what you're listening to when you're creating? Uh, yeah, Instant No Effects is one of my main ones. Uh, hammering out uh, Master of Puppets yesterday, but I really like uh, listening to anything like Suicidal Tendencies when I'm drawing or something like that. And the more like pumped up the music is, as I've noticed lately, the better I'm like drawing. So I'm like, okay, this is like definitely what I need to be jamming to instead of like a really slow horror podcast where it's like drawn out. And I feel myself just like doing like, okay, line strokes, line strokes. I'm listening to something fast, like circle jerks. I'm like, oh my God, I just got two hours worth of work done in 45 minutes. <laughs> like, this is great. So, you know, like basically anything like punk rock or fast is what I'm usually into. Or if Tegan's down, if my daughter, my daughter Tegan's down here, we'll listen like, uh, she's really into this dude, Oliver Tree, who's basically like a garbage bail kid pop singer. It's insane. So we'll jam him out. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Uh, what now? Can we hear the your old band? Is that is that are they've gone? Have you digitized them or are they available anywhere? Okay. We... The, 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 the only band that you could hear is on um Spotify, it's called The Anchor Voice. Okay, and that the album is called Devastator. So if you wanted to check it out, we're down on Panic Records, and uh, you can check it out there. 10 years old, so give me a break, but yeah, we had a fucking blast doing it. Oh, I didn't even ask you. What did you play? What what what, 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 what instrument? Uh, guitar and sang. Okay. All right, cool. So we're going to judge the hell out of you, so it'll be good. So, yeah, folks, do that. And uh, <laughs> send them, you know, go to Instagram, non-heinous, uh, N-O-N, which is funny. If you, I just, if you don't know how to spell that, then, you know, we, we don't know how you – I mean, but anyway, heinous, H-E-I-N-O-U-S. Slide into his DMs, yeah, definitely if you're looking for some nostalgia, some fun pieces, or you're launching a brand and you want that energy, you want that full color creativity, you know, uh, I won't tell you his real name, but, uh, you know, if you if you follow us, you know, I, I spilled it before, but non-heinous, non-effing heinous, and uh, yeah, thank you, mystery man. Uh, I appreciate you being here, and uh, I look forward to one of these times when I'm in Philly and we can throw back some some beers and just kind of uh, catch up. We got a good crew in Philly. One of the things we were supposed to do, which is a, kind of sucks, but we were supposed to have our the Art of Craft Beer Philly uh, edition and do an art show with in conjunction with Philly Beer Week this year. But obviously, all that's going on. But uh, so hopefully we'll be able to, uh, hopefully we'll be able to bring that back for uh, for twenty twenty one. We have uh, I would say we have almost at least ten if not more, you know, guests or folks that we're associated with now in, in the Philly area. Um, so I think that we'll definitely uh, look to do something big in 2021 and we'll, we'll keep you in the, keep you in the mix for that, man. Yeah. Let me know, man. We'll have you over the house since you know, the, you know, our neck of the woods. Oh man. Yeah. My, uh, my grandmother grew up. Yeah. I was on, uh, my mom grew up on Brighton street right over there. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're right off Robin's ass. So that's perfect. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Many, uh, Many many a trip to to visit grandma. My my late grandfather I didn't really know, but he founded the boys club, the Mayfair Boys Club, around the corner over there by I think it's like the the Kmart and then the old like skating rink. If it's I don't know if it's still there, but yeah. yeah on uh, Browse Ave, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and then that yeah the Wawa. <laughs> oh yeah, I was rocking the Wawa hoodie yesterday. It's one of the, my. You better. got it? Oh yeah, I got a, no, I don't have them up here. I have a, but my uh, one of the gifts. Uh, my wife, the story my wife tells me when she was a kid, that Connecticut was the first, uh, like, I, mean, I don't know if it was the first, but I know Maryland was big with Wawa, but Connecticut had, like, one or two Wawas, and they didn't really take off, and so there's, like, a couple locations she's like, that used to be a Wawa, 
And every time I see it, I want to cry. Like if I could go get a shorty right now or a classic and little, you know, two for three bucks, wow, wow, iced tea, I'd be, I'd be so happy. Oh yeah. That, that's my hangover go-to man. I just get something really spicy just to make myself feel less like shit. <laughs> yeah. My kids love it. We go to the Jersey shore. My youngest is like all about it, you know, for, for I think for Christmas, my sister, you know, his godmother got him uh, you know, the same black Wawa hoodie I have. I think they have a store. And, uh, yeah, I wore it the other day. I was on a call with somebody, and they're like, is that a Wawa hoodie? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, they're like, wow. I'm like, yep. I'm like, that thing got some miles on it. So, yeah, all day. That makes me, that's funny, man. The world just gets smaller, dude. And it's it's really incredible. Well, man, I, I appreciate you. Um, uh, it was real feel good. I, you know, I'm feeling, you know, I got some, you know, I'm feeling that positive energy and I, you know, I just am glad that we were able to connect and, you know, have so much in common and, you know, continue to support whatever you know, you're doing. If there's stuff that's coming up, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll both uh, figure a way to do some, some merch so we can, you know, we'll both share the burden of, uh, have, you know, turning our, our spare rooms into, you know, inventory messes but uh yeah just keep doing what you're doing people love it and uh i'm just really glad that we're able to, to connect and to, uh to bring it full circle with you know chris and beer zombies so thanks so much dude yeah dude thanks for this opportunity i'm really blown away when you asked me and i'm really stoked to do it i'm really happy to do this dude so i appreciate you even taking a second to check out my artwork dude so really, thank you for this awesome time and kind of going over things and it's good talking shop with a silly boy yeah, man. Always cool. I'll talk to you soon, and uh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll we'll get those beers. We'll do we'll do them up. We'll do a little. Yeah, we gotta get the crew. To, every time I come, I'm, I think we're just gonna have like a art squad meet up somewhere, and we'll just do it up. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun to get everybody together. But uh, yeah, thanks, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, take it easy, man. Talk to you All later. Right, later. And there you have it, folks. Episode 168 is officially in the books. We want to send our thanks once again to Non Heinous for being a part of this episode. We want to send our love out to the crew in Vegas or wherever Beer Zombies and the, the, the crew are doing something unique and just working and grinding. You know, I think that's why they connected and kind of get along so well is because there's a mutual respect and hustle and grind that goes out there. So it's just uh, Beer Zombie episode is 60. This is episode 168, but make sure you check out Non-Heinous on Instagram. You can see some of those great mashups, kind of uh, homages to famous characters and wrestlers. I love the the Dudley Boys, you know, uh, which is, you know, we talked about ECW and his uh, short-lived wrestling career, but we got, you know, the Stay Puft and we got Macho Man and Ric Flair and the Gremlins and Garbage Pail Kids and just uh, Brett the Hitman and Alf and all these just iconic imageries that he makes his own and just kind of has fun with it you know the the, the hamburglar and, and bob's burgers and uh, uh spongebob you know spongebob bob's burgers and you know ned flanders is you know uh, national lampoon mo is one of the gremlins and so it's just it's just hilarious i would like to see a little fraggle rock but i don't know why that's the the hill i keep pushing i guess i just kind of thought of it and then didn't really uh, want to suggest multiple things, but just uh, the wrestling and talking about that, like back in the day, you know, being at the arena was just uh, was just a blast from the past. And so this episode has a lot into it. There's a lot to unpack, uh, just kind of uh, 
I think it's a good episode. I mean, I know we say that often, but I, I truly believe that. I think we're telling stories that people don't know about or hearing about. And just really, I think that, you know, wherever you are, there's something you can take from these episodes to just kind of, you know, going for it. I think it's really powerful to think that, you know, during one of the worst times in our, our country's history, you know, that there was probably a crossroads, you know, with some of the stimulus coming and wondering, you know, what he was going to do to take care of his family and just kind of, uh, you know, you look down and you kind of wonder and sometimes, you know, you put your head in your hands and then, you know, pull, pull back and look and say, these hands are going to be what gets us through this and do something that, you know, go back 10 years, you know, with his music and you know, other endeavors that maybe he never thought was, was possible. And as a father, right, there's, been, you know, I've been laid off and it is one of the scariest things ever because you're literally, you know, you don't even have time to think about, holy shit, like, how is this going to impact me personally? You immediately just leave your body and you think about your family and what you're going to do. And I was thinking, okay, well, like, what kind of day job and then what kind of night job can I have and then what am I going to do? And so, to you know, to me, I guess to equate it with if I was able to find a way to monetize the podcast and then that was what, you know, put food on the table or, or you know, turn the lights on and whatnot. So I think that, you know, we say being a good human and, you know, being a, a, a caring about your family and being a good father and it's just, it's just important and Normally, you know, we'd be, we'd be traveling and doing things for, you know, our, our nine to five gig. But, you know, I was just talking with a friend recently. And so in the time I get to spend with my boys, you know, taking them to school and being here helping with, you know, homeschooling, it's kind of a, it's a hot mess. And yeah, I probably am impacting them, you know, we won't find out for a few years, which is the, you know, the joy of, of homeschooling, how bad, you know, it got messed up, but the times together it's it's priceless and i wouldn't change that for anything so you know usually it's me and my little dude because the older my older son his school district is in person um you know but they haven't been for the last couple of weeks because of a breakout and i don't know it's weird to be talking like that but i think that you know i could sit around and feel sorry for us and feel bad about the situation but you know my wife's a frontline worker she's a school teacher and she's out there doing it and making a difference and you know, we all have to do our part. We all have to step up and be there for, you know, each other in our local house and family and our local community and see where we end up, you know. And tomorrow's a new day. You know, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be fun. It's going to have a lot of shitty days or, you know, cue up the, you know, little Annie hard knock life. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and that's okay. You're able to feel, like, overwhelmed and scared and confused. But in the same vein, realize you got to figure out what's going to be. You know, they they don't have to be, you know, unique to each other. They can, you know, they can be, you know, parallel or you know, hybrid or going on at the same time or some other cool way to say the same thing I've just been saying for the last you know minute over and over again. So it's all about perspective. I think each of these episodes come to comes to us at a different time, and uh, you know, a lot of times they come into perfect time. And I think this is a great episode of that, and it's. Humility, appreciation, hard work, collaboration, and go Philly. All right, my friends, much love. Until next week, you've been listening to the 16-Ounce Canvas, episode 168, non-heinous, beer zombies. Tell your friends, they're coming for you. <laughs>